Welcome to the Stay Healthy El Paso podcast, where we help El Pasoans get away from taking pain medications, avoid getting injections, avoid surgery, and keeping up an active lifestyle. This podcast is presented to you by Dr. David Midoff, expert physical therapist and owner of El Paso Manual Physical Therapy. It is our goal and intentions to provide you with valuable tips and insights from experts in the El Paso area so you too can stay healthy, fit, and energized. Now here is your host, Dr. David. Hey, El Paso. This is Dr. David Midoff, physical therapist, owner of El Paso Manual Physical Therapy. Welcome to the Stay Healthy El Paso podcast. And today our topic is going to be the secret cause of lower back pain. Now, for people that suffer from low back pain, especially if they've gone to see a doctor for it and they've had any sort of diagnostic imaging like x-rays or MRIs, they've probably been told that they've got a disc injury, a pinched nerve, uh, facet arthritis is a common one, stenosis. Um, there's, There's all kinds of common problems that doctors will spot on an MRI or an x-ray as well. Uh, Degenerative disc disease is is another one that that comes to mind. But something that is rarely ever, you know, to tell you the truth, I've never seen a physician or anybody that that saw somebody for back pain bring this up, besides physical therapists, because this is the way that, that we think. Something that I've never seen them talk about, and this is the secret here, is hip problems. Hip problems in people can come off as painless a lot of times. And usually the way that it feels is tightness in some of the muscles around the hip. Occasionally you do see somebody that's got some severe hip arthritis and they've obviously got limitations. They, they can't walk right. They, they limp. They have trouble getting up and down from a chair, uh, going up and down steps or, or curbs. Um, I'm not talking about those kinds of people that have a an obvious hip problem. What I'm talking about is somebody who's got a, an obvious back problem. That's where they hurt. That's that's what bothers them day to day or, or, or off and on. But they don't really think about their hips. And the reason why this is a secret, because one of the first things that we do here in the clinic when whenever we get somebody with a back problem is... You know, of course, we ask some information about their back problem to tell us what's going on. Let's let's get to the bottom of it. But once we start checking people by hand, I always check their hip. I have to see how much that hip goes up, down, sideways, rotates, because the ball and socket joint of the hip has tons of motion. And of course, you have two. You have a pair of hip joints. And if that hip, if one of your hips is not moving correctly, and it's forcing the other hip to move extra, it will likely cause your back to move differently. And if this has been going on for a long time, then usually it contributes to some major back problem. And I can't tell you exactly which back problem it's going to contribute to, but it just does cause problems in the back. So oftentimes what we are doing here in the clinic, in addition to treating some disc injury or, or arthritis in the, in the lower back, we're, we're dealing with some hip problem as well, some muscle imbalance, an arthritis problem in the hip, a lack of mobility in the hip, um, a lack of knowing how to use the muscles properly. That's, that's actually a common thing. People don't even realize that they're not using their muscles right. 
And it's so cool to see some pretty quick changes in most people once we start working on their hip. Once they get full mobility in their hip, they, they, feel, they feel like they get a chance to do some exercises and get more stability through their hips, the back pain tends to reduce significantly. You know, we'll do this in combination with the back treatments, the direct back hands-on treatment and exercises that, that we do for backs. But it's the combination of these two that really get people to the point where they're feeling tremendously better. But I just wanted to, to do this podcast talking about this because if you're out there and, and you're listening to this and you've, you've had x-rays, MRIs, you've, you've been trying to get to the bottom of what your back problem is and, and you're, you're frustrated because nobody really knows what's going on. And in fact, sometimes we get people that bring in their, their imaging, their x-rays and MRIs, CT scans, and they say that they look pretty normal that they have, you know, mild arthritis, mild things going on in their in their back, but the doctor told them that that's normal and that there's nothing that can be done. It's so cool to to get that client in here and be able to check out their hips and tell them your right hip does not bend anything like your left hip. In fact, you you've lost 20 degrees of motion here, 30 degrees of motion there. And your muscles on this hip versus that hip don't feel the same. They're stiff, they're tight, and the the strength isn't the same at all. So we end up treat, treating the hip, and the back gets better. Um, so I, I just want to make sure that you know that that's a possibility. In some cases, we, we see a knee problem that can contribute to a hip problem too. So we, we have to look at the entire chain of joints. If you think of a, of a chain the chain of joints it would be the foot, the ankle, the knee, the hip, and then the low back and all the joints in the low back. Um, any problem in any of those joints, they, they all affect each other. But the hip joint is the most mobile joint of all of those. So it's critical to make sure that we look closely at that joint, look at every possible motion that it, that it can do, all, all the muscles, that control that hip joint as well are, are important to check out. There's tons. You know, when talking about the glute muscles, people just think of the gluteus maximus usually, but there's gluteus maximus, gluteus minimus, gluteus medius. There's a tensor fasciolata that uh, contributes to the glute function as well. There's deeper glute muscles like the piriformis, um, uh, the superior and inferior gemelli muscles, the, the obturator muscles, internus and externus. Uh, the the quadratus femoris there's there's all kinds of muscles the hamstrings even run through the through the area and can affect the the glutes um, and to a lesser degree there's there's nerves as well that are are in the area that can if those nerves are affected they can change the the strength of the muscles throughout the hip so we sometimes end up looking at the nerves and it's more of a nerve problem that's affecting the the hip. But um, that's what we do here. That's what we specialize in is getting to the root of the problem, peeling back all the layers, looking at every possible contribution holistically to a back problem. And um, it's, it's not normal. What, what we tend to see is people that have gone through other treatments and then they come in here to our clinic, they usually have the response of, wow, nobody's ever looked at my hip like that or, or my back like that or whatever body part we're looking at. And nobody's ever thought to check this or thought to check that or nobody's explained how all this works together. And and that's just normal for us here. We, we look at 
every single aspect that could be contributing to a single problem. And the way that, that we see it here at El Paso Mayo Physical Therapy is, is that's what's necessary. And, and that's, we're going to take the time to, to do that because if we don't, then we're shortchanging you. We're, we're not fully looking at the problem. Um, what I've seen happen in other places that I've, that I've um, uh, been at as far as uh, working as a physical therapist is there just isn't enough time. The skill level, the technique level of, of the healthcare professionals is, is specialized differently than what we are here. So they, they may not, they may be really good at something else, but they're not good at looking at the root of the problem. Um, I'll give you a clear example. Uh, for instance, most PT clinics um, around the country, uh, without knowing it, without saying it, they, they're, they're really specialists in helping people out after a surgery. So after a, a back surgery or a hip surgery, like a replacement or, or a, a discectomy, and they're really good at getting people to move again and walk again and, and kind of get back up on their feet. But find, helping somebody out who has not had a surgery is a whole different ballgame. And that requires a different kind of specialty. And that, that's what we do here. We rarely ever see um, surgical cases. Um, about 99.9% of our clients here are, are clients that are trying to avoid surgery and injections and medications. And so when they come here, they're, they're, they haven't been to another clinic like ours. And they're always surprised at at how in depth we have to go. Um, cause well, after dealing with the surgery, a, a surgical case, it's usually pretty straightforward. We, as, as a physical therapist, you know, I, from, from my perspective, anyway, I can, I usually have the surgical report in front of me. So I know exactly what was done, the surgeon's notes and the patient will tell me, and you can obviously see an incision on the patient wherever they, they were operated. And, and, you know, as a physical therapist, we have like x-ray vision. So we, we know what's under the skin at that point what muscles are there, what joints are there, what nerves are there. And it's pretty obvious to know what needs to happen next. But in somebody who's never had a surgery before, somebody who's trying to prevent the surgery, there's no incision, there's no surgical notes, there's there's no obvious sign of what's going on. You're, you're having to work off of what the patient's telling you. And, and so asking the right questions is critical, making sure that, that you pull the right information out um, we have to figure out what they've done in the past, what's helped, what's hurt, how their day goes, how it feels at night, how it feels during the day. There's so many components to putting it all together um, to make sure that we can get this person to the point where they they can confidently go back to the activities they were doing before they started having problems and truly escape surgery and know what to do to know how to prevent the problem from coming back so that they're not having to take pain medications or go get an injection at some point later on. So there you have it. That's the secret to lower back pain, the hip, checking out the hip and all the details around the hip and finding the root of the problem. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope that this podcast was beneficial for you. If you've got any questions, if you're dealing with a back problem out there and, and you've got questions about it or you think you might have a hip problem, um, feel free to give us a call at 915-503-1314 um, and um, we can talk more. I look forward to talking to you in the next podcast episode. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the Stay Healthy El Paso podcast brought to you by El Paso Manual Physical Therapy, where we help El Pasoans get away from taking pain medications avoid getting injections, avoid surgery, and keeping up an active lifestyle. 
If you'd like to learn more about what El Paso Manual Physical Therapy can do for you, call 915-503-1314 or visit our website at epmanualphysicaltherapy.com. Mention this podcast for a free discovery visit valued at $100. If you enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and follow the show on your favorite listening platform so you won't miss an upcoming episode. Tune in next time to get the best health tips from experts in the El Paso area.